0: the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play.
3: Hello, and welcome to the Barnet Sunday League portion of the Celt podcast. In our Premier Division, our game of the week, it was the only game in the division this week. Part Rolls 2, AFC Oakwood 0. I went for a 2-1 draw in this one. I thought Oakwood, obviously they had some setbacks recently. But I thought they'd at least get a point out of this one. Potter has been playing well recently as well. But it's another setback for AFC Oakwood. Obviously, Highgate Albion have been busy with cup commitments. But they've gained on Oakwood without even playing a game. And now they have the requisite games in hand to be able to overtake Oakwood into the championship. AFTV 0, Panda FC 2. So Panda FC picking up their first win of the league season. In Division One, Toriano three, AC Finchley two. In the double header between Peckham Sport and Mill Club of Football, Peckham 0, nil, Mill Club of Football one in game one, and Peckham Sport nil, Mill Club of Football seven in game two. And in the double header between AFC Rose and North London Athletic, AFC Rose three, North London Athletic one in game one, and AFC Rose two, North London Athletic two in game two. Uh, fantastic performance from the lads in both games here. It's a very strong opposition. Uh, first game, I thought we were fantastic. Uh, we got the lead midway through the first half. Great header from our centre-back. And then second half, I thought we just played the game, and the conditions perfectly. A um, couple of through balls, um, long through balls, caused their defence, you know, nightmares. We made it 3-1 and then we kind of saw it out. Good defensive performance. Uh, they did get a goal back. Very good strike. Low down. Um, but we saw the game out. And then the second game, we took the lead again quite early. Uh, they did peg peg us back. Last kick of the first half. Great strike. Top corner. Couldn't really do much about it. And then uh, we retook the lead. But unfortunately, they did get a late equaliser in the second game as well. Um, yeah, I thought we played the conditions perfectly. I thought we worked harder and, you know, four points is the least we deserved out of that. In Division 2, Anatolian 3, Northumberland Park Rangers 1. And in our game of the week, AFC Oakwood reserves 2, Sopranos Nil. I actually went for a 3-2 game, 3-2 scoreline for AFC Oakwood in this one. I thought uh, Sopranos would score. They do play some good football. They do have some dangerous players up front as well so I thought they'd get on the score sheet but a very professional win for AFC Oakwood Reserves in Division 3 Ammonia U5 Whetstone FC 1 in Division 4 Maida nil. Highgate Albion Falls 3 AFC Muswell Hill 4 London Orient 1 Arnest Rangers 3 Camden FC 3 and Underdogs 3 Nissi 3 in Division 5 Edmonton Rovers 0 New Barnet 5 North London Panthers nil, Konec Athletic 5, and in the double header between Roven Reporters and NLR. Roven Reporters nil NLR three in game one and Roven Reporters nil NLR seven in game two in Division 6. AFC Oakwood thirds three, AFC Rosa one, EFNS 4 Pantera 4, which was highlighted by a 90th minute equaliser for the EFNS keeper. Not from a corner. It was actually from the penalty spot. You know, you've got to show Bottle to be down and score a penalty in the last minute as a keeper. Atletico, Graham and Neil. Mill Hill Club, the football seconds, one. Another late winner there for Mill Hill Club, the football seconds. And Camden Town, Athletic, three. Radlett Town, three. Into the cup action in the Roger Jones Senior Challenge Cup. Brotherhood, Cozzy, three. Northwest Wanderers, two. Gower All-Star 3, heavy hitters 2, London Wednesday 6, Horizon 0, Torfic 4, Enfield United 7 and in my game of the week in the Roger Jones Senior Challenge Cup, Highgate Albion Reserves 2, Trent part 2. I did go for a 2-1 win for Highgate Albion Reserves, I thought it would be a tight affair that could go either way um, and Highgate Albion Reserves just edging it there on penalties In the Junior Challenge Cup, Barnet sells three, Beryllic's Sport one, Highgate Albion thirds four, Cricklewood nil. In the Premier Cup, another one of our games of the week, Olympia two, the Rongans one. I did go for a 3-1 win for Olympia, despite them being the lowest seed, despite them being the championship team facing Premier Division opposition. Another uh, good win for Olympia, you know, a list of, you know, very good teams they've beaten this year, and they add the wrong ones to the list. In the Junior Cup, Fireside Three, North London Colts One, in the Richard Martin Memorial Cup, Kadara Town Three, AFC Edmonton Five, in the Middlesex Sunday Junior Trophy, Interman Razor Twenty Four Three, Armenian Youth Association One, Interman Razor Twenty Four advancing to the final. Uh, in their first season, so big congratulations to them. And in the London Sunday Challenge Cup, under the radar two, Highgate Albion four. I did go for a two-all draw there. I thought it'd go all the way to penalties, but well done to Highgate Albion. They move on now to the quarterfinals, where they join Olympia as the two Barnet League representatives in the in the draw. So moving on to the fixtures in the Premier Division, it's really do or die in this game as heavy hitters take on AFC Oakwood in a double header, and in our game of the week, the Turkish Derby, Zaza taking on Memechik Galata. I've gone for a 2-1 win for Memechik into the Championship. Northwest Wanderers taking on Horizon, Panda taking on London Wednesday, and in my game of the week. It's a double-header. AFTV taking on Highgate Albion Reserves. Not much to play for for both these teams. But I've gone for a 2 all draw in Game 1. And I've gone for a 2-1 win for Highgate Albion Reserves in Game 2. In Division 1, Komi Kabir taking on Peckenspor, And AC Finchley facing AFC Rose. In Division 2, Trent Park taking on Powerhouse. And Grange Park taking on Sopranos. In Division 3, FC Cricklewood taking on Shentry Athletic. Highgate Albion Thirds taking on Whetstone FC. North London Colts facing on Youth. And Locomotive Thunder taking on Brotherhood Cozzy. In Division 4, AFC Muswell Hill taking on Underdogs. Arnest Rangers taking on Torfic. Maida Villa taking on Camden FC. Nissi facing London Orient. And in my game of the week... Uh, two teams in decent form. barnet South are taking on Highgate-Albion-Fulls. I've gone for Highgate-Albion-Fulls having a bit too much for them. I've gone for a 3-1 win for them. In Division 5, North London Panthers facing New Barnet. Roving Report is taking on Armenian Youth Association. And in my game of the week, two teams, you know, towards that top of the table. It's Northwest Wolves taking on a resurgent NLR I think North West Wolves just had too much for NLR stop their momentum. I've gone for a 2-1 win for North West Wolves. In Division 6 AFC Rosa taking on Mill Club the Football Seconds. EFNS facing Atletico Grammar and Interim Razor 24 taking on AFC Oakwood Thirds in a double header in the in, in the cup action in the Roger Jones Senior Challenge Cup. One of our games of the week. Olympia looking to add another scalp. They take on Highgate Albion. I've gone for a one-all draw here. I think it will go all the way to penalties. I've said that every time and it's never gone to penalties. So hopefully this week's our week. Uh, in the Intermediate Cup, Toriano taking on Enfield United. And Oakwood Reserves taking on North London Athletic. In the BSFL Shield, Enfield Albion facing Pantera. Pantera and Radlett Town taking on Borellic Spore. In the Richard Martin Memorial Cup, Camden Town Athletic taking on Edmonton Rovers. And in the Invitational Cup, AFC Edmonton taking on Northumberland Park Rangers, Anatolians facing Continental, Mill Club de Football taking on Gower All-Stars, and Park Rolls taking on the Wrongans. Join us next week where we'll have the results and the fixtures from the Barnet
4: League. hello and welcome to this roundup of the essex sunday corinthian football league action for the month of february as we head into the spring hopefully warmer parts of the season we start of course in our senior division and what a what a strange old season it's been uh, with all the stoppages for weather um in 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 this season Uh, but we are starting to get some get some league games played and make some progress here Um, and it's Flyhouse athletic who lead the way And in addition to their eight games and seven victories, unbeaten in the league, giving them 22 points, they are also semi-finalists in the Essex Sunday Premier Cup this season. Also um, one of four Corinthian sides involved in those semi-finals, which is quite an amazing feat um, for the league. So they sit top, um, three points ahead of second place Manford Way, who from 11 games have won five and drawn four as they sit on 19 points um, at the top of the pack there, but having played a few more games than the sides around them. Down in third place are T Squad, who from eight games have won six and lost two. One of those from a double header in recent weeks, showing you the perils of those, unfortunately. But they, they are a necessity in this, this season, given the number of games still to be played. They have 18 points um, and work to do to try and win the league title. Down in fourth place are Brook Athletic, who sit three points further back and are also uh, Essex Sunday Premier Cup semi-finalists, so congratulations to them. They have five victories from seven so far this year and 15 points. Down in fifth place are London All-Stars, with 15 points from their nine games played, including four wins and three draws, just the two defeats um, aside, who on their day are able to, to beat most sides down in sixth place and the side to have played the most games but still to have six games of the season still to go is el valiente who have won three and drawn three of their 14 games played giving them 12 points in the middle of the standings and that's the same number of points as seventh place united dianne who are uh, only goal difference behind el valiente and with four games in hand giving them three victories and three draws to their record so far two points further behind them are fc baller who have won three and drawn one of their 11 games played so far giving them 10 points um, and i say still with nine games to play there so lots to play for down in ninth place are eastway athletic who have now reached a halfway point in the league season three victories and a draw only those to their name they'll they've got work to do to try and move away from the danger area part of the table down in 10th place and what a what a last couple of weeks it's been for fly who have picked up all three of their league victories in the last seven days or so with uh, two double header victories on sunday and of course that win against tees previously seeing them now onto nine points and just a point behind the safety zone of the sides above them now quite crazily uh the league champions sit bottom of the table um hatch lane down in 11th but only played four games having won two and lost two of those they only have six points but a mammoth 16 games still to play in the league this season along with of course we must congratulate them on reaching the semi-finals once again of the london sunday challenge cup Um, plenty of uh, representation from our teams in the uh, county cups once again this year now we move on into division one and this is a, a bit of a battle forming in this one but it's it's in the hands of fade and green as things stand who have won 11 and drawn one unbeaten from 12 games, sitting top of the table and looking destined for the senior division next season. 34 points from their 12 games uh, and only nine goals conceded shows you their strength. In second place are Gants Hill, who have just five games left of their season. They have won eight and drawn four of those 15 played, giving them 28 points and a very healthy goal-scoring record being the highest goal scoring side but also one of the highest conceding sides too very exciting games whenever you watch hill uh, Roos sit in third place and they're only on goal difference there so they will probably move back second eventually two games in hand over against hill nine wins and a draw three defeats to their name for the side based over in Haynal. six points further back from them are critics who are an informed side very much so in recent weeks they've really put themselves in in the frame for promotion um with seven wins and a draw from 12 with eight games left of their season to try and move themselves into a promotion position on goal difference just behind them are total football who sit in fifth place with six wins four draws four defeats from 14 um, a a very solid um season following promotion there for the team in at rhoden valley four points further behind them are fc galaxy who picked up a valuable three points at the weekend to now have six victories from 14 so far this campaign and 18 points and that's four points ahead of another county cup semi-finalist barky riverside the lowest ranked side left in the essex sunday premier cup but they've made it there having beaten a number of top flight teams on the way unfortunately it has affected their their league progress with only seven games played so far four victories and two draws for the uh the, the haynacht base side there giving them 14 points down in eighth place and another side affected by cup performances are oceana who still have 12 games left in their season to try and move away from danger two victories from eight so far this year giving them six points and six points is also the value that saint augustine's have albeit from three games more than the sides around them two victories just from their season goal scoring has been the problem there just a nine scored in eleven games so far but the two teams sitting in the bottom twos at this moment although both have eight games left to try and rescue themselves 10th place royal lions a with just the one league win so far this year following promotion two draws giving them five points in the league and that's a point ahead of bottom of the table bench views who have just four points one victory and one draw both of those sides will need a good solid runner form in the remaining games to try and move away from danger. Now, the, the battle for Division 2 this year is really hotting up. Um, Barking and Dagenham Wanderers sit top of the table as things stand with 30 points from their 13 games with 10 wins and 3 defeats to their name. And uh, a big shout out to them also for having made the Essex Sunday Junior Cup semi-final at the weekend, albeit defeated after extra time and penalties by greys athletic they will now focus on the league um, where they'll face a battle with two teams second place ac milano nine wins and a draw giving them 28 points of course games in hand there could see them move top were they to win those um, as things as things stand but also coming up the rear here abridge village in third place having caught up on some of their games now also sitting on 28 points nine wins and a draw to their name sitting comfortably there in third place and looking like a side who could well push on for promotion in the last nine games of the campaign down in fourth place are cloud nine who have been up there there or thereabouts most of the season seven victories from 14 in their debut season two draws to add to that tally giving them 23 points um, just behind them by five points but with three games in hand our fifth place newbury forest with six wins and five defeats from 11 played so far they will try and put as much pressure as they can on the sides around them sitting on the same number of points are debden sports reserves albeit with a game in hand over newbury forest the side base at trickle lane with six victories and four defeats to their to their name in the season so far at the halfway point four points further back a small gap there to seventh place leighton athletic who from 12 games played of one four and drawn two, giving them 14 points um, in their season ahead of the last last run of fixtures, and that's a couple of points ahead of eighth place hyam Hill, who have won three and drawn three of their 12 played so far, um, sitting a little bit in difficulty, just six points ahead of safety, with a few games left to play, but ninth place east london Harriers, probably the one with the most danger ahead of them although they did pick up a valuable draw at the weekend they have nine points from 13 played with two victories and three draws but they really do need to pick up the points as the season moves towards a conclusion and the bottom two as things stand begins with 10th place inside success who at the halfway stage of their season being 10 games have just won the two with six points to their name seeing them three points adrift to safety and bottom of the table are Barkin, who did win their first uh, league game of the season fairly recently that one victory giving them three points in the league but clearly goal scoring is the issue um, only four goals scored this season um, which has really been the achilles heel um, of them moving further forward we move on now into division three and um, again another one which is really really interesting uh, top of the table are united amateurs who sit three points clear at the top albeit with a game more played versus the sides around them uh, they're sitting they're looking like the favorites as things stand but i mentioned also to second place Colbert royals vets who are just uh three points behind and with a game in hand at, at the midway point of the season here in this division seven games left of their campaign to try and do something also still involved in the later stages of the essex sunday junior trophy also involved in the Essex Under Junior Trophy are Upshire Forest, who have made the quarter-finals, in fact, of that competition. Um, in the league, they sit on 21 points, albeit from two games more played than the sides above them. Uh, seven victories there and four defeats from the Wolfham Abbey-based side. Two points further back, and another side involved in the County Cup at a further stage, are last year's finalists, in fact, in the Junior Trophy, Valence United who are back at the semi-final stage and will play a, another Corinthian side, guaranteeing that we'll be represented in that final once again for about the fourth year running. They In the league, they've had a, a much better time of it in recent weeks. Six victories and a draw. Um, some good momentum building there for the dagenham Bay side. They sit on 19 points. Since Sabah Barkin have dropped down in recent weeks with a, a couple of key defeats, but they sit in fifth place at the moment with 18 points still five games of their season left if they can try and put some put some pressure on the sides above them and in down in sixth place another team who have had some fairly lengthy county cup uh, travails this season Ainsley um, only eight games played so far because of those cup runs and they've picked up five wins in those eight so with only three defeats they're probably a side if they can win their games in hand will be affecting the things at the top end of the table in around three or four weeks time once they've played catch up then there's a bit of a gap between those top six down to seventh placed alpha with three victories and a draw from their 10 games played giving them 10 points in total and that's ahead of eighth place corona redbridge who have just picked up the five points so far this year one win and two draws in their 12 and they make up the first of the bottom two with bottom of the table fc mexico b the other side to sit bottom at the moment with no points so far from their eight games played and just the seven goals scored but eight games still to play uh, anything to anything to play for there now we move on into division four and this one uh, is looking like a real battle um, as, as we move on with some key games still to come here top of the table here are Warren senior who sit top of the pile with 11 victories from 12 just the one defeat giving them 33 points in the season Belfry reserves long-time leaders of this division but dropped points for the first time at the weekend um, meaning they do stay unbeaten and with a very healthy goal difference having scored 88 goals this year. 10 victories and a draw from 11 um, keeping them well in the frame for a a title tilt. And that team to take the first points off Belfry were their big rivals from last year's cup final. Byron Red Star, who beat them in the cup final last year in a real thriller of a game. Well, they took valuable points off of them, and they sit third themselves now on 20 points. That's 11 points behind the uh, the, the promotion chasing side. Six victories and two draws for the Hornchurch outfit. Five points further back from that. A little gap forming there to Eastern Avenue, who sit in fourth place with five wins from 12. And that's a point more than wholesome Well, who sit right in the middle of the table in fifth place. Four victories, two draws, four defeats for the Debden side um, with eight games left in their season to try and impact the sides above also still involved with county cup football our sixth place city site who face a quarter final this week against the side in the division above them upshire they have only played the seven due to their cup runs with four victories three defeats seeing them on to 12 points in the season and that's a point ahead of prospect protégé who have had a better time of things in recent weeks they now sit in seventh place with three wins and two draws to their name Um, and hopefully looking upwards for the rest of the season. And it's also been a fairly good period for Ace Athletics, who have put some points on the board in in the last few weeks, moving up onto six points from eight games. Lots of games still to play there, so they can certainly hopefully look forwards themselves. And the bottom two are made up of Chingford Athletic, who sit on goal difference at least in ninth place. Just the two wins so far this year, giving them six points in, in the league and that is a couple of points ahead of bryman's park who secured their first league win of the season on sunday with victory against their rivals there their first win giving them a point uh, three points and a draw um, seeing them a couple of points behind the safety zone on to division five and this one is close to a conclusion but we're not quite there yet but it's very much in the hands of Colbrook royals reserves who have just four games left of their season but remain unbeaten. Um, an excellent season following promotion from the bottom tier last year. 13 wins and a draw from 14 and just 11 goals conceded. Quite a record for, for Sunday morning football. 40 points there to their name. The closest side to them are Royal Lions B, who've only got two games left, so they will need to win both of those and hope for slip-ups from the Royals. 13 wins and three defeats from 16 for the side and in Hainault, uh quite a gap there down but a 19 point gap in fact down to the next best chasing side which is dagenham rangers who sit in third place having won six and drawn two of 15 so far this campaign only three games left there but it's mansfield rangers down in fourth who could still um push for promotion if royal lions b were to slip up um in the remaining games this season Um, They have 18 points from 10 with 6 victories to their name. On the same number of points, but from 4 games more, Ultimate Vision Reserves have 5 victories and 3 draws to their name um, following their improved form in recent weeks. And that's 3 points ahead of Manford Way Reserves who do have games in hand on the sides above them. They have 15 points, 6 victories to their name, um, but with potential there to move into a more solid mid-table position. The next best in the division is seventh place lonsdale who have moved into seventh on the back of four league wins this season 12 uh, points to their name which is also the same tally as titans united who have come off the bottom in recent weeks and are climbed up as high as eighth now three victories giving them 12 points um sitting two points outside of the danger zone and that danger zone at the moment comprises of ninth place debden sports a who have four games left in their season to try and not be uh, one of the sides to drop down three victories and a draw for the side at Chigwell lane giving them 10 points from 14 and that's the same number of points as 10th place mayfield kings who have three victories and a draw to their name um, as they hope to use their five remaining games this season to try and stay in the division now the picture in division six really has changed in recent weeks um, and we have a new leader epping royals have gone top of the table in division six following two huge wins recently beating the second place young royals and third place Valence united reserves and to put them not in pole position necessarily because of games played but certainly in promotion picture a real battle forming to move up into division five 11 wins and a draw for the side based at stonard's hill giving them 34 points with five games of the season remaining young royals probably are still the favorites but only just at the moment and with 10 wins and two draws just a single defeat for the young royals which did come fairly recently Uh, 32 points there for them valence united reserves the third team in the promotion and title race picture 28 points so games in hand on the leaders Um, and if they were to win both of those they would probably move above them um, still so lots and lots to play for in this race five points further back are royal lions c with seven victories two draws five defeats to their name in a bit of an indifferent season a certainly a side who can beat the best on their day three points gap then down to epping forest falcons who i think will be very pleased with their their efforts this season we've we've still uh six games of their eight games of their season to go they're on 20 points so it's very much in their hands as to where they want to finish probably not quite in the picture for promotion but certainly a top four position is well within grasp if they were to apply themselves Havering Palace games are running out for them now just the three left they sit on 19 points um, with, from, with six victories on a draw having accrued that they could hope maybe break into the top five if luck um, comes on their side and they were to win the majority of what they've got left but they'll be chased down by Zone 4 Athletic who sits 7th with 17 points from 14 in their debut season with the league five wins and two draws there for the side out of out of hornchurch down in eighth place are ping city phoenixes and it's very tight here three teams all on 14 points they're the first of them on goal difference and in fact it's goal scored that keeps them in eighth place here with four victories and two draws seeing them onto that points total but with a couple of games in hand ridgeway rovers could still move clear of those sides if they were to win those four wins and two draws Uh, Also on 14 points, as I say, from 13. Also on 14 points are London Legacy, who with three games in the league still to play, uh, (coughs) will be hoping to move closer to mid-table finish this year after a largely disappointing finish at the end of last season. Four victories and two draws also for them. Five points further behind those teams, but with lots of games still to play. And as I say, these are one of the highest scoring teams in the division. Warren United, just the two miraculously just two wins so far given the number of goals they've scored been involved in some very high scoring games as the season's gone along they sit in 11th with just the nine points from 13 games there so seven left to play and that brings to an end our roundup of the essex sunday Corinthian football league for the month of february we really are reaching the business end of the season now with lots of cup football uh, still to come um, and we look forward to bringing you more action on that and hopefully More positive news on the County Cup finals for some of our sides too in our next roundup at the end of March. For the time being, we wish you all well.
0: So moving on now to our fixtures for the 5th of March, which is this coming Sunday. So it is the Hackney and Leighton Junior Cup, which is for divisions, three and four. So we have Burbeck Orient will face FC Carpetty. Bow Badgers will face Millfields. East London will face Fish Island. FC Wood Green will face Community Road. The Gun 2 will face Wojak Sunday. And we also have Docklands in County Cup. They are facing Kensington Town. So Docklands are away. But as always, we are sending our prayers and wishing Docklands FC the best of luck. They have done amazing in the County Cup and they've really represented the Hatney and Leyton League very well. So all the best for you guys. Go and smash it and get into the next round. So league fixtures now for the 5th of March. Division 4, we have Football Club 22 will face Lymore Gardens. London Jags will face Bow Badgers B, so B Bow Badgers. South London Sharks will face Gorillas FC. That is for Division 4. Moving on to Division 3 now, we have Delta Athletic will face CSM London Reserves. And 11-11 will face the Wenlock. As I said, because it's the Hackney and Leighton Junior Cup, a couple of fixtures are played the following week, so that's why the league fixtures seem to be a little bit lower. Moving on to Division 2 now, we have Atletico DFZ will face Stoke New and Youth. Clapton Community will face Boca Albion. Gladstone Wanderers will face Sunday FC. HL All-Stars will face off against Caledonian Park. And the Gun FC will face Limited Pros. Division 1 now. We have Azteca will face CSM London. Haquenye Tech Tree will face Boundary Estate. Northeast Lions will face Mateo. Stoke Newton FC will face Navarino. And Stratford Juniors will face Hackney Spartans. And lastly, our Prem division. There's only three fixtures for the Prem, and that will be Badu versus FC Neva, Crondall versus Dognaik. And Hackney Borough versus FC Moldova. So that's all the results. And all the fixtures done. For the 5th of March. As I said if you want to re-watch the cup draw. You can do that if you go on the Hackney and Leighton Instagram page. I've shared it on there. And also if you want to follow clubs and their cup journeys. You can also click like and follow on the social medias. And you'll get a notification next time we go live. And when we go live, that means there is a cup draw. As we say, over the marshes, for everybody in cup games, league games and Docklands in County Cup, game on. Hello everyone, it's April here from the Hatney and Leighton Sunday League. We've got a lot of results to get through from Sunday just gone and even more fixtures to run through for this upcoming Sunday. So I'm going to get started. First up, we have two Dickie Davis Cup brands that were played this Sunday. And they were Dognake versus Stratford Juniors and Hukwinyi Tech Tree versus Caledonian Park. So first up, Dognake versus Stratford Juniors. Dognake easily threw to the next round by beating Stratford Juniors 3-0. And an even more comfortable win for Caledonian Park as they beat Hukwanyu Tektri 6-2. So Caledonian Park and Dognake are through to the next round. You may or may not be aware if you follow the Hackney and Leighton Instagram page, the draw took place on Sunday evening for the next round of the Dickie Davis Cup. So if you haven't watched it, you can re-watch it as we use the wheel method. But... I'm going to do something new this segment and actually run through the results of that draw. So, these fixtures will be played either on the 12th or the 19th of March. So, first up, we have HNL All Stars will face off against Crondall. Atletico DFZ will face off against Lucia All Stars. The Wenlock will face off against Dognake. Navarino will face Caledonian Park. Limited Pros will face City East. Hackney Borough will face FC Carpety and the Gun will face FC Neva, who are the cup holders from last season. So them draws are quite interesting and Badu gets a buy into the next round as unfortunately a team has had to drop out. So moving on now, I'm going to go through the results from the Premier Division from this Sunday. First up we have City East who faced off against Badu. Badu have been doing really well. They've had a couple of weeks that haven't exactly gone their way. So City East knew they had to come in strong. And they did as they managed to beat Badu FC 3-1. Next up we have FC Neva who faced off against Kronjol. FC Neva also been doing really well. Same with Kronjol. So this was always going to be a tight game. And FC Neva managed to get the three points and the win by beating Crondall 4-0. And lastly in our Premier Division we have Mandizi who haven't had a great start to the season. But they're a really good side and they faced off against Hackney Borough. And from what I hear it was 1-0 and then in the last kick of the game Hackney Borough just managed to score. So they just managed to get the three points and the win. As the final result was Hackney Borough 2, Mandezi 1. Commiserations to Mandezi Very close game and they done very well to get that result up against a good team like Hackney Borough. Moving on now we have Division 1. First up we have Hackney Spartans who faced off against Stump Newton. Hackney Spartans managed to get the 3 points and the win by beating Stoke Newham 3-1. Next up we have Mateo who faced off against CSM London. This is one of the teams that I said I was looking forward to the result and it was a thriller of a game. Nine goals in the game so it was definitely a thriller as CSM managed to get the three points by beating Mateo a massive 7-2. Next up, we have Navarino FC who faced off against Boundary Estate. Boundary Estate have had a really, really good season so far. And this week was no different as they beat Navarino 4 2. And lastly, in Division 1, we have Northeast Lions who faced off against Lucia All Stars. Northeast Lions just managed to nick the win as they beat Lucia All Stars 1 0. So, a massive three points for Northeast Lions and commiserations to Lucia All Stars. That's it for Division 1. So Division 2 now, we have AFC Selwyn who faced off against Boca Albion. AFC Selwyn managed to get the win as they beat Boca Albion 2-1. Next up, we have Clapton Community who faced off against Gladstone Wanderers. And this was, I hear, an amazing game. Apparently, there was goals within the first minute. It was one all. And the final result was Gladstone Wanderers four, Clapton Community four. So they both get a point each. And apparently that was a really, really good game. Next up we have HNL All Stars who faced off against Atlético DFZ. Atlético DFZ. I could hear the goals. I was a couple of pitches away on another game, and I could hear the goal celebrations, and they were coming in very fast as Atlético DFZ beat HNL All Stars six. Two. Next up we have Stoke and Youth who faced off against Limited Pros. Stoke and with the 3 points as they beat Limited Pros 6-4. And lastly for our Division 2 we have the Gun FC who faced off against Sunday FC. The Gun, an amazing season so far and this week again was no different as they managed to beat Sunday FC 5-1. Division 3 now we have CSM London 2 who faced off against Millfields. Millfields coming in very strong, managed to get the win by beating CSM London 2-4-2. Docklands FC faced off against Delta Athletic and this was an amazing result for Docklands FC as they managed to beat Delta Athletic a massive 7-1. Next up we have Lever 11 faced off against Bo Badgers. 11-11, I've had a couple of rocky weeks. They changed it around this week as they managed to get the three points as they beat Bow Badgers 4-0. Next up, FC Carpetty faced off against Fish Island. FC Carpetty, a very strong side. have had a very good season this week again. No different as they managed to beat Fish Island 3-1. And lastly, for our Division 3 results, we have Wojak Sunday versus the Wenlock. The Wenlock... Apparently, this was an amazing game also. The Wenlock finished with the win as they beat Wojak Sunday 3-1. And lastly, we have our Division 4. First up, we have Bebo Badgers who faced off against East London. A massive win for Bebo Badgers as they beat East London, a massive 9-0. Next up, we have Football Club 22 who faced off against Burbeck Orient. Football Club 22 come out strong apparently at halftime they even stepped it up another notch and it worked as they beat Burbeck Orion 2-0. Next up Gorillas faced South London Sharks. South London Sharks didn't have a great start to the season but week by week they seem to be getting their results and this week they got another three points as they beat Gorillas 2-1. Next up we have the Gun 2 who faced off against Community Road. Community Road another three points with a Very, very good win for them this week as they beat the Gun 2-4-1. And lastly, we have London Jags, who faced off against Lymore Gardens. As we know, London Jags have been smashing Division 4, consistently winning. They only had one loss against Community Road. And this week, Lymore Gardens were the team that were victorious as they put another loss on London Jaguars' belt as they beat London Jags 3-0. Nil's. So that's Limore Gardens three unfortunately no goals for London Jaguars and Lymar get the three points.
1: Welcome to this week's Maidstone and Mid-Kent Sunday Football League section of the Silk podcast and we have plenty of goals to bring you this week from all three divisions and two cup ties. Let's start in the Premier Division and the game between leaders East Morling away at Langley Athletic. This went the way of the league's form team, Morling, who stayed top and with a 100% unbeaten record 2 with 11 wins out of 11. This one went their way courtesy of 1 from Keaton Courtman, 2 from Mackenzie Gardner and 3 from Perry Pointing. Elsewhere, 2nd place R2R United were away at Barman Blues and won't have harmed their title chances by returning back to Tunbridge with 3 points and more goals to help the goal difference although they have some catching of East Morning to do with their plus 81 goal difference. Artois now have five games in hand on East Morning and also boast a 100% record with six wins from six. They won this one by 11 goals to one. We don't have the names of the Artois scorers unfortunately, but we do know that the Balmain goal was scored by Erems Ross. Final game in the division saw another away win, this one for K-Sports in third, and thanks to a Daniel Baxter hat-trick. Level 1 points with Artois, but played three games more at this point of the season. In Division 1, and first place Leiborne City faced second place Snodland Town in the localish derby. It was a case of the sports being shared, with three goals each leading to a point each to maintain the status quo as far as the table was concerned, with Leiborne on 19 points and Snodland on 16. Snodlin still with a game in hand, and the Snodlin score is not known, and unlike last season where we could safely assume it was Ben Twist with a hat-trick, Town have mixed up the scorers this season. For Leiborne, the goals came from Callum Jeffrey and Sam O'Dell, plus we assume an own goal. 3rd place Whitehorse helped their goal difference with a 16-2 win at home to East Morning Reserves to keep up their chances of a return to the Premier Division at the first attempt. They have two games in hand on Snodland and three on Leiborne. Liam Stone did the bulk of the damage with his 62nd minute spell of scoring that saw him net seven. With a hat-trick for Jake Chapman, a brace for Jacob Walter, and goals for Tom Willin, George Young, Ian Knight and Gary Elliott. Our leaders in Division Two, Minter, shared the points with Cox and Farley with their two-all draw. They stay top with 21 points for 11 played, and their goals both came from Jake Fitzpatrick, whilst the Coxheath scorers were Marius Bruges and Ben Topham. Coxheath are now rooted at the bottom, but in touching distance of both IGS and Vinters. Vinters moved over them following their 3-1 win away at Park Royal. The three points go in Vinters' way thanks to Harry Harding, Joe Moss and Sammy Swift. Jason Farp on the scoresheet for Park Royal. Eccles Sunday weren't in action this week but remained second on 19 points but with two games in hand on Minter. In Division 3 and you have to feel for Parkwood Jupiters at the moment with 11 played and still searching for anything that looks like a point whilst conceding a few at the same time. Another defeat for them against Kent Sands United taking Sands top of the pile. Eight more goals and a clean sheet may be vital come the end of the season if it's anything as close as last season. This victory saw 5 for Scott Gilman, 2 for Callum Hatcher and 1 for George Allen. Len Valley stays second with 24 points, 1 behind Sands and with a game in hand as Valley were in President's Cup Group B action at Leiborne. This game saw 4 goals shared during normal game time and needed a penalty shootout to decide it. That went the way of Leiborne winning 6-5. Goals during the game came from Josh Coldicott and Cameron Sinclair for Leybourne and Brandon Holdsworth with two for Len Valley. The other game in the competition saw Yielding and Laddingford Reserves progress with a 3-2 win over Invictor Sunday. Carl Chivers, James Dunn and Mark Faulkner giving them the win, whilst Harry Bradford and William Terry tried to make it Invictor's Day, but it was not to be. Now looking at leading scorers in the premier division is unchanged with Mackenzie Gardner leading the way with 30 for East Morning followed by Kane Butler of K Sports with 22 and Peter Short of R2R with 13. Liam Stone leads division 1 with 15 for Whitehorse, Jack Marshall of Snodland in second with 13, and another Snodland player Lewis Tompkins in third with 8. Division 2 sees Jamie Sherlock leading with 17 for Leybourne Chris Archer of Minter with ten, and George Payne with eight for IGS. Two Len Valley players lead Division Three: Brandon Holdsworth with twenty-six, followed by Jason Parsons with twenty. William Terry of Invicta Sunday with seventeen in third place. Now uh, look ahead to the coming week fixtures and in the Premier Division we see Artois take on K-Sports which is second taking on third place with Artois looking to keep their 100% record as they chase down East morning. We've got fifth versus sixth with Rubicon facing Aylesford Sunday. Uh, A win for Rubicon would take them to 12 points and Barman Blues face Langley Athletic. A win for Langley would see them leapfrog their opponents and off the bottom of the table for the first time this season. In Division 1 Galdhurst United take on Whitehorse and Whitehorse would stay third with a win but then would only be four points off the top with two in hand. Eccles Sunday in Division 2 take on Vinters. A win there for Eccles mean they would go top. A win for Vinters would see them go fourth if Youlding and Lanford lose and they win. On to that game Youlding and Lanford face Cox even Farley. Coxheath could move off to bottom with a win and Yording could go up to fourth of day win. Into Division 3, Disson Miners take on Maitstone Tempest and Ditton could leapfrog their opponents with a win. Whilst Kent Sands United take on Invictus Sunday and Sands will be looking to maintain their unbeaten run and hopefully get another win to keep up their title charge. Then Valley face Maitstone Kestrels and Valley have a perfect record so far and need to keep the hunt up on Sands. Whilst Parkwood Jupiters face Walnut Wanderers uh, still looking for their first point of the season but another tough one against third place Walnut and this looks like it might well go with a form side uh, at the moment. So the final game of the weekend is in the league's Challenge Cup which sees United 1948 take on Leybourne. Well that's it for another week. Hope you've enjoyed listening and look forward to bringing you back up to date again next week.
2: This is the Metropolitan Sunday League part of the Silk all across the league shows. Bringing you the, the results from last week and the fixtures coming up. <clears throat> Just one note, I'm a bit croaky this morning, bit of a sore throat. So bear with me as I run through the results of last week. 26th of February, starting in the Rompo Premier. Broccoli Athletic 4, JSPL 1. Die Valente 1, Lostianos 3. In the John Pitt Senior, AFC Coyne 10 reserves 1, Lambert 4 star reserves 1, United Ballers Nil, Athletic Dildale 2, Zavalas 1, The Peoples 3. In Division 1, AFC Charlton 3, South West Foxes 1, Lions United 3, FC Rondo 0, Rosen 3, Honor Oak 4, Southside Trojans 1, Bolton Sports 9. Thames City Blue 5, South London Athletic 2. In Division 2, Catford FC 2, New Life United 2, Kidbrook Kings 3, Avery Hill Athletic Reserves 2, Petswood Senior Black Vultures 4, Bromley Road 2, Lion Hill Shooters, Red Lion Shooters Hill 1, Orton Athletic 2, South London Doves 0, Haywoods FC 2. In the Bill Barstead, Granger Park Rangers vs Golden Eagles was abandoned. And Duke FC one, AFC Town first team four. That's the results. Fixtures coming up for this week. For the fifth of March. AFC Croint Town first versus JSPL in the Ron Pope Premier. Also in the Ron Pope Premier, Dia Valente versus Broccoli Athletics. In the John Pitt Senior, Greenwich Park Rangers versus United Ballers. Duke FC vs. AFC Croydon Reserves, Lambeth All Star Reserves vs. Zavalas, the Peoples vs. Athletic Dildal. In Division 1, AFC Charlton vs. Thames City Blue, Borden Sports vs. South West Foxes, Honor Oak vs. FC Rondo, and Lions United vs. Rose and Crown. Also in Division 1, Southside Trojans vs. South London Athletic. In Division 2, Bromley Road versus New Life United. Orperton Athletic versus Kipbrook Kings. Red Lion Shooters Hill versus South London Doves. AFC Cell versus Catford FC. And Avery Hill Athletic Reserves versus Haywoods FC. One Bartholomew Bowl Cup game. Lost to Anos versus Duke of Clarence. Good luck to everyone. Enjoy your game. Stay injury free. And hope no one's got a cold like me. Till next week. Bye.
5: Welcome to the Watford Sunday League podcast for games played on Sunday the 26th of February. In the Terry Devereaux President's Cup Group B matches, both North Watford and FC Unicorn confirmed their places in the semi-finals of the President's Cup with impressive away wins. North Watford beat Caspi Rangers 7-3 to seal top spot on goal difference. They did it the hard way, coming back from an early goal for Rangers, scored by Nathan Page. But by half-time, North Watford had built up a 3-1 advantage. First, Ashley Lewis rifled home an effort into the bottom corner after being set up by Connor Flanagan. Then Lewis turned provider for Flanagan, who netted from the edge of the area. Lewis then netted his second of the game and his side's third goal, when he turned the defender and slotted past the Rangers' keeper. North Watford kept up the scoring in the second half, with Owen Ayres getting his own double, along with goals from Cole Penny and Coram Chase against his old team. Rangers pulled two late goals back through Page with his own second of the tie and one from Aidan Leslie. FC Unicorn also had a comfortable morning with a 3-0 win over last season's runners-up Old Valerians. Danny Warwick scored twice in the first half for Unicorn. The first, a turn and volley, the second tapping home from close range, after his first effort came back off the post. Jack Halcombe completed the scoring in the second half when he scored unmarked following a corner. In the Terry Devereux President's Cup Group A, current Premier League leaders W.D. Bushy, who are chasing a domestic league and cup treble, sealed their place in the last four with a 1-0 win over Abbots Langley Club, who were left to rue, missing several good chances, especially in the first half, before WD grabbed the winner in the second half, when a Dion Bell cross into the box was headed home by an unmarked Nathan Ravenscroft. In the Chairman's Cup quarter-finals, the second division will be guaranteed a representative in the final as both C.F. Vajetska and Glenn Sports and Social Club beat first division opponents and will now face each other for a place in the final. Glen needed extra time to overcome Watford Sports thanks to two goals in the last period of extra time from Frankie Henley and Chris Blunden. All the goals came in the second half as Fajetska beat Chess 2-1. Shechem Nishvavik and Ryan Emmanuel gave the hosts a two-goal lead before Chess pulled themselves back into the game with Ali Shell scoring with a half-volley on the turn. In the second half, both sides failed to take chances and it was the lower-ranked side... Who progressed through to the last four? Woodside won the all first division tie, beating soccer 3 0 and setting a mouthwatering semi final against fellow title contenders, Hertfordshire Eagles. Woodside's informed striker, Ollie Lawford, who looks like being the signer of the season, struck yet another hat trick this. This time in the first half, two in the bottom corner and one into the top corner, taking his tally since moving to the club following the folding of Watford Town back in October to 27 goals in 11 games in all competitions. In Division One, Langleybury Cricket Club bounced back from last week's 9 0 defeat to gain a third win of the season, 3-0 over fellow strugglers Chelfon Saints, and give themselves some breathing space at the bottom of the table, with them now holding a five-point advantage over second from bottom Saints. Both sides missed chances in the first half, before Langley scored three times in the second. Oliver Eyelott opened the scoring with a diving header, rounding off a passing move. A second goal followed from Charlie Hobbs, who scored a solo effort when he beat four Saints players before lobbing the ball home from the edge of the area. The win was then sealed by a penalty from Max Hurt. In Division 2, Leaders the Cross now have a six point lead at the top of the table after a 3-0 home win over Francis George. Raphael Wiredu, David McDonough and Chike Dale with the goals for them. West Harts moved up into second place with a 4-1 win over Dunning's Bar. Brandon Whitman, Paul Sherlock, Liam Andrews and James Bell with the goals, with Con Finnegan replying for Dunning's Bar. King George, who led the table top of the table at Christmas, have endured a torrid first two months of 2023 as they went down 3 1 at home to St. Joseph's Reserves, who gained just a second league win of the season and have dropped down to seven now dropped down to seventh in the table. Liam Smythe netted a double for Joe's Reserves, along with a goal from Luke Stallard. Cole Davidson getting the George reply. BBFC beat Sparta Phoenix 4-0. Danny Wallace with a double supported by goals from James Barnett and Aaron Bahad. In Division 3, once again the league's bottom division delivered plenty of goals. This time 27 in just the 5 games. Inter returned to the top of the table with a straightforward 3-0 home win over AFC Watford. Gabrielle Castagrande with two goals and one for James Oldham. They now hold a two-point lead over Abbott's Wanderers, who were held 2-2 at home by Woodside Reserves. Jordan Stanley and Ashley Marchant, scoring for the home side, with Tyrone Brandy and Andre Frederico replying for Woodside reserves. Third place Batchworth are still right in the mix as they kept up their high scoring with a 7-0 demolition of Brickett Wood Acorns. John Robertson hit a brace with the other five goals coming from Marcus Rivers, Alex Hollis, Hugh Phillips, Michael Walsh and Greg Campbell. Chorley Wood Club AFC are now in fourth place, three points behind Batchworth, and they now have to play them for the next two successive weeks, games vital for both sides' promotions ambitions. On Sunday, they came through 4 3 against Rio Rovers. Catherine Piritacci and George Blanks with two goals each, with Jack Wilson, Richard McCrossan and Alex Lubin replying for Rio Rovers. Everett Rovers are in fifth place, seven points behind Inter, but they do have games in hand. This after a 5-1 win over bottom place PTH United. David Spencer scored twice, With the other goals coming from Harry Durbin, Louis Muncy, K Jones-McLean, and for PTH, Jason Lott getting the sole reply. Well that's it for this week's podcast, and we'll be back with you all next week with all the details and results from the games played on Sunday the 5th of March. See you then.
1: Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on Matchhark. Playing football could never be easier. Download Matchhark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match, Matchhark.
0: This week's Selk Podcast was brought to you by down to play the simple app for next game availability.